Episode 8 My Spiritual Awakening. Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock, and welcome to my podcast, Our Energetic Universe, which is all about how to thrive in this amazing universe that we live in. I'm passionate about exploring the science behind spirituality and normalizing energy work because it's something that I think is going to help so many people thrive more in their life. And I truly want to see that happen before I leave this planet. This week, I'm going to document my own spiritual awakening journey in the hope that it may help someone else. It may help someone else to start removing the fears around it because I truly believe it's a natural part of who we are. And with the raising of the energies on our planet currently, I do believe that more people are starting to wake up and it's a process which is happening faster and faster. So I thought I'd document my journey in order to help you understand your journey. It's actually been quite hard for me to understand when all of this started because I've always been spiritual, not religious, And I've worked in personal development for 20, 30 years, and I can see that they're very much interlinked. And I can see that spirituality is all about personal growth, self-development. And ever since I was a teenager, I've always felt that our lives are all about growing, developing, becoming better than we were yesterday. So in a sense, this is something that we're all doing anyway. And it's also called The Hero's Journey, as coined by Joseph Campbell. So it's not a new area. It's just people start to call it different things so that more of us can understand what this hero's journey or this spiritual awakening journey is that we're all on, which is, of course, personal development, self-growth, and moving to a, a better version and hopefully more authentic version of ourselves as we go through life. But for the purpose of today's episode, I thought I'd start with when I first experienced the transformational effects of energy healing, which was probably around four or five years ago. I could use the period after my mother died because lots of weird stuff happened then as well. But I feel I want to document it in a more straightforward way based around the different modalities and learnings and education that I did during that time so that you can get an understanding of what you need to do and start to remove the fear around it. Because I can see that it's the fear of all of this which is really stopping most of us from stepping into our true authentic selves and our super abilities as I call it. If you've listened to other episodes and if you've read my blog which is all about positive feeling and how I got myself back to a more sort of normal state after my mother died and also my husband's mother had died a year earlier so as you can imagine our house was a really depressive place to be living in so I was looking around for different therapies that I could do to help me start to move into a happier state in my life and I stumbled upon hypnotherapy. This was probably the first time that I had felt the truly transformational effects of energy work. And that's why I'm going to start here, because this is something concrete that you can actually go and do yourself. And it really starts to open you up inside, starts to open up your energy field inside. It was transformational because I felt it. 
And that's the difference, I think, about energy work, because it's something which you can feel. You can feel it happening. I could feel the release of energy from my body. I saw the bright white light shooting out of my stomach area. So it was something real. And when you've experienced something real, although it's still in your inner world, but you know it feels real, it's quite hard to go back to normal everyday living. And personally, I don't think that any of us should go back to normal everyday living because not only has this energy work really just completely eliminated any depression that I had, I really now feel that it's something that can really tackle mental health. And this this is an area that I'm really passionate about as well, having sat in depression for 45 years of my life. So after experiencing the transformational effects of hypnotherapy, I then became obsessed with understanding what had just happened. And I've always had that sort of mind. I need to know things. I need to understand things. I think we all need to process things. But back then, I didn't even know where to start because I hadn't actually thought of hypnotherapy as being energy work. I now know that everything is energy work because energy work, energy healing, any of these sorts of modalities are all about releasing trapped stagnating energy which are in the forms of emotions beliefs memories from our body and removing the low vibrational fog as I call it so that we have more room to let the high vibrational consciousness the energy field interact with us and let it into our energy field in a in a more positive and beneficial way for us anyway I digress so back to the story So I had experienced the transformational effects of hypnotherapy and I was left with wanting to learn more. I didn't know where to start, but I started journaling and following guided meditations, which is always the best thing to do if you're new to meditation. It's a far easier way to slip yourself into it. And it's something which meditating or just sitting in silence or mindfulness or whatever you want to do, going into your inner world, is going to change everything in your outer world. And that's really, I think, the, 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 the basis of energy work for me, is that working on our own energy changes the reality that we then start to see and perceive around us. So regular practices of journaling and meditation really began to change my luck. And things started to shift. My career started to flourish. And I really, truly felt life and business shifting. And things had been, things had felt like such a struggle for such a long time. It was now feeling easier. And I really began to notice a difference in my outer world. Of course, life wasn't perfect by any stretch. I don't think life is perfect. We just get better at or acquiring skills to help us through the hard parts. But my business success was definitely growing. But this is also the time when my self-sabotage kicked in. And I remember actually my head reeling where I suddenly gained the understanding that I had been sabotaging my success all my life. And I didn't even know about things like that back then. And actually, it took me two days of licking my wounds, really, before I sort of could get back up again. 
and you know and just sort of thought okay fine you know don't think about the past don't think about what's been just focus on the future and you know what you want to 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 bring into your life and what you want to create and as we all do I came back with a plan and my plan was to write a book so it started off as a business book for female entrepreneurs but three years of research later a ton of energy modalities under my belt and even more inner work and spiritual development, it's now a completely different book. Because I truly have found my passion, which, which is the psychic skills or the invisible world, which is something I've always been interested in. But it was discovering the science behind it that allowed me to step into it. I think I needed to have that science to hang it on. You know, I needed to have that sensible, logical sort of approach so I could understand it. And possibly you're the same. So today, I want to talk you through the physical manifestations of my spiritual journey, just so you can sort of understand what I went through and understand how I got to that point. So what did I learn to get me to that point? Because in a sense, the most transformational time of the spiritual awakening is at the beginning. And you could see this as an epiphany or a waking up where you suddenly start to see the world around you in a very, very different way to how you viewed it before. And to a certain extent, it's something that you need to process. And the more analytical or logical, rational that you are in your mind, probably the longer it will take you to process this bit. And it actually took me a while to process this because I have a very strong analytical mind having worked in business for 30 years. But this actually happened most when I started working with a shaman. Although it took me a while to understand it, the hypnotherapy that I had had really opened up something inside me. And I really felt like something was trying to connect with me. Not necessarily a thing, but there was a feeling. A feeling that I I needed to do something or there was something missing, something lacking. And I think, you know, this is also part of the spiritual awakening, you know, where we feel like we want more purpose, more meaning in our life. And that's actually, you know, the last stage of spiritual awakening, where we move into that, that sense of purpose, that sense of, of meaning, and we start to hear our soul talking. But at the beginning, we just, I just sort of started to feel like, I needed to do something. And this is what I think many people call a calling. You know, you, you, you feel you have a calling. And in my opinion, this is the soul talking to you. So when you first wake up, you then, you know, your soul, now you're starting to hear your soul's whisper a little bit more loudly. And it feels like, you know, there's something that you need to do, something that you need to access. And this is how it felt like to me. So I started working with a shaman because I wanted to learn how to channel. And because at the time, I felt like it was something trying to connect with me. And I felt like channeling would be a way for me to understand who was trying to connect with me. Now I understand it was my soul connecting with me, but I didn't know that back then. Because now I understand that everything is inside of us. We are everything. We are all connected. We are all one. But of course, at the beginning of these sorts of things, you think things are outside of you. So I wanted to connect, you know, channel with something outside of me. But actually, what I'm actually channeling and connecting with is something inside of me. And it's different aspects of my soul. Because I believe our soul is multidimensional, 
possibly infinite amounts of dimensions and we have different facets of our soul, different aspects of our soul which are make up our personality. But I won't talk about this today, I'll come back to that in another podcast. I've subsequently learned that we don't need to learn how to channel. It's something that we're probably all doing all of the time anyway, because it's simply downloading or connecting to consciousness in the energy field, which I believe that we're already doing that. We're just not consciously aware that we're doing it. So in a sense, when people teach you how to channel, what they're doing is they're bringing your awareness towards it and opening up your consciousness to it. So increasing your levels of consciousness, improving or increasing your perception of the reality around you. I worked with the shaman for 10 months and what I understood was the channeling part wasn't the problem. What I had to learn was how to raise my vibration because otherwise you're channeling to lower vibrational consciousness or energies or frequencies which are not necessarily helpful to you. And the point is that we need to be connecting to higher vibrational consciousness or higher consciousness, as most people call it now, because this is how it benefits your life and is more beneficial to us in this third dimensional reality. I just want to add that raising our vibration isn't necessarily about being happy, although obviously that you know does help. We actually become happy the second we choose to be happy. And happiness or emotions and feelings, definitely we can tap into those to raise our vibration. But as we're humans, we're not supposed to be sitting in emotions and feelings for any length of time. So it's not possible to be happy all the time. And neither would we want to be happy all the time. We have to experience a a wide variety of emotions and feelings. And I tend to see emotions and feelings more like signs and messages these days from my subconscious mind, you know, or from maybe energies around me in the collective consciousness from other people, whatever it may be. What we need to be doing to raise our vibration is to increase our levels of consciousness, raise our levels of consciousness, because then that allows us to see more of physical reality around us. So it's turning our attention towards it, It's raising our consciousness towards it, however you want to view this. And in a sense, it's opening up our energetic or psychic self. It's opening us up to the awareness of our energy field around us, which expands around nine foot out of our body. And it's also called the biofield. We understand that energy is held in this biofield, in this energy field, and it's held in the form of Emotions, feelings, trapped emotions, trapped feelings, uh, which manifest as beliefs. And beliefs are very important here because we literally see the world around us based on what we believe we're going to see. So if we believe it, then we see it. And of course, our beliefs come from our environment. Our parents, our schools, the films we watch, the books we read, our friends and more. And we also have many ancestral beliefs from our ancestors, and this is the field of epigenetics. So if you think about the last two, three thousand years, and think about the persecution that has taken place around the areas of spirituality, you can see that we have inherited a lot of fear around stepping into this innate energetic side of us or spiritual side of us. 
I truly believe that we're all psychic, we're all healers, energy healers, and we all have unique inner talents or super abilities, as I call them. And now I suppose I'm on a bit of a mission to help more people wake up to theirs. And that's not because I want you to become more psychic or more spiritual. It's because I want you to become more of your authentic self, which I truly believe is our innate right in this world that we live in. And we should be taught this stuff from childhood so that we can not waste our whole life trying to find these innate aspects of us, but actually be born into this inner knowing, this inner knowledge, so that we can then use these super abilities to create amazing and fantastic lives for ourselves. With the higher energies flooding into the planet and the raising of our planet, more children are now being born into their innate psychic abilities. And as more and more of this starts to happen, this is going to start to entangle with us in our collective consciousness, which is also going to start changing us as well. So everything is starting to change. Everything is starting to raise. And more and more of us are waking up to this psychic or energetic self, this biofield that we have around us, which allows us to do many, many things. And I remember after my first session with the shaman, it was really weird afterwards. I started to see orbs in the sky and flashing lights. And it was a very strange experience. And, you know, it was very euphoric. And of course, this is actually the proper spiritual awakening where you get this very euphoric feeling coming through where you really, you've, you've actually stepped into a completely brand new world and you can never go back to the person that you were before. And for me, it's a period that I had to process because I had to find the rational, logical, practical side of this. This is how my mind works and it's who I am as well. And I truly believe that you know, when we wake up to the, the scientific understanding of this, we can then use this to create far better lives for ourselves, which again is why I've spent my time researching the science so that more people can understand this too. Now, interestingly, at the same time, I also notice that things start to look scary around me. So when I take the dog out for a walk in the park, you know, this had always been a very uneventful sort of walk as we walk around the park. But now I was beginning to see things like small bushes began to look like goblins and trolls and weeping willows look like monsters or ETs. And it was very, it was very weird for me. And I started to ask myself, right, you know, why are these things looking like that? And then, and now I understand, it's because I was manifesting my fears outside of me. So in the same way that we can manifest money or our dreams into our life, we essentially manifest whatever is inside our own head. And I obviously had picked up a lot of fears throughout my life and probably from my childhood around these different aspects of me. So what I was seeing was you know, all the books that I had read as a child or all the stories that I'd picked up from the collective consciousness, you know, all the sort of the ET abduction stories and all these sorts of things, which you know, is very hard to ignore these as you go through life, they're all over the place. So then I started working on removing the fears and this is the inner work, removing the fears, removing the shadows, removing the, the low vibrational thinking, thoughts and beliefs around them. 
Now, interestingly, I've just written a money mindset course. And one of the things in there is that when you start working on manifesting money into your life, you often start by manifesting or pulling in you know, parking fines and unexpected bills and things because what you're manifesting is your limiting beliefs around money. That's what you're first manifesting. And it's the same with spiritual awakening. What you're first manifesting is all the fears that you hold around your psychic self and you know your energy field, your energy world. And it's the same thing. We're manifesting what's in our mind, but our, our mind splits into to two you know, or more if you want to look at it that way, but, you know, splits into two. We have the subconscious mind, which is sort of taking up around 80 to 90% of our, of our life. And we have the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is the, the thoughts, the, the rationalization, the, the logical, the, you know, report writing, if you like. And the subconscious mind is all the stuff in there that we don't have access to. We don't know what's in there. We have, we can only understand what's in there when we access it through the conscious mind, which we can do through journaling, hypnotherapy, NLP as well, to find out what's in there. So essentially, you can, we can tell what's in our subconscious mind by how our life is. So the reality of our life is already the manifestation of our mind, and that's the manifestation of our subconscious and our conscious mind. So in a sense, if you're not enjoying your life, it means that you have subconscious beliefs and programs in there which are manifesting or hallucinating if you like a, a reality that you don't necessarily want to be in so i carried on doing the inner work the guided meditations you know working through the the fears and the belief structures and then around 4 weeks later i stopped seeing uh, you know bushes as things and i started to see the park as it normally is again but as you can imagine, if you're someone that's trying to spiritually awaken or move into your psychic self, this can be quite a scary time if you don't understand what's happening. And that's why I want to try and explain it. So all that's happening is, you know, you are always manifesting what's in your mind out into the world around you. So there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to fear. It's a normal part of who you are. But the thing about spiritual awakening is that it moves you into the empowered state of being. It moves you into beginning to trust yourself. It moves you into becoming independent. It moves you into becoming individual and your authentic self. And it didn't suit society and religion for people to be that way, to be in that mindset 2,000 years ago. But things have changed, and now we're moving more into an independent individual mindset. And this is how the spiritual awakening and the self-development roots intertwine. You don't have to become psychic in your personal development journey. It's literally whatever you set your intentions around. So whatever, you, whatever your mind sets its intentions around, that is then where your energy is going off and where you are then starting to manifest that. So for me, I wanted to step back into my psychic self. I wanted to be able to experience these gifts, which I knew that I had had all of my life, and I wanted to feel them. I wanted to remove the fears around them, and I wanted to be able to access the, the different senses that are in all of us because I wanted to understand how energy work works, and I wanted to be able to understand this aspect of me because it felt like me. 
I wanted to get back to my authentic self, and this I know is who my authentic self is. And there's no ego attached to this. There's no anything attached to this. It's literally, this is what my heart desires. This is what my heart wants. And so therefore, I stepped into the frequency of courage, and I started down that route. Personal development and self-development is something which we all need to be doing. It's something which we're all doing. So when we're working on our self-development or personal development or the inner work, as people often call it, we, we are always battling with our mind. And our, you know, our mind always sort of wants, to go, wants us to just go and sit in our comfort zone. But when you're working, when you're trying to open up more of your psychic self, you're then battling with your ego. And it's sort of the same thing, really, but I've sort of split them into two because I like categorizing things. And for all of us, the ego does not want us to spiritually awaken because it signifies the demise of the ego, the death of the ego, which is you know, surmised in the hero's journey as well. So it, obviously, if anything is going to be, if something feels it's going to be killed or eliminated, it's obviously going to fight. And that's what the ego does. It's fighting. It's fighting to remain in existence. So essentially, it's going to start telling you all sorts of stuff. It's going to start, you know, saying this is ridiculous. This is, you know, don't be so stupid. And, you know, all sorts of things it's going to come up with to try and stop you from stepping more into this spiritual path. Because the spiritual path is the path of independence. It's the path of empowerment. It's the path of authenticity. It's the path of stepping back into your super abilities, which I think once we step back into these super abilities, we're going to have much, much better lives. We're going to be living in a, a far, far better planet. So in a sense, you have this battle going on at this time. And this battle, depending on how strong your ego is or your analytical mind is, you know, can take a while. And my advice is to just keep telling your ego, this is normal. This is a normal part of you. It's, it's who you are. And, it, you know, you're just stepping back into your authentic self and your true capabilities in life. And I find the more you pacify it and the more you soothe it, the less frightening and overpowering it is. So as we wake up our energy field, as we wake up our subtle energy, we wake up our, you know, our energetic self, we are then waking up to more of the invisible world around us. Or you can call this our subtle energy. So it's not something that we can see, but we can feel it. And that's why the, the senses, we currently have five physical senses, but we're actually moving into seven, eight senses. And I'm sure there'll be more that will come out as well as we learn more about the you know, the, when we stop seeing ourselves as a, a physical being and start to see ourselves more as an energy being or an energetic being, although we're both, we're physical and energy, then I think this will allow us to really open up to, you know, to, to the better ways of living on this planet. And as the energies increase, this is something which is naturally happening for all of us anyway. And certainly when I was working with the shaman, he taught me how to do these things. He taught me how to read into the energy field of people, objects, ourselves, how to access more information, which is there because the, the, the world of biofield and the science of biofield is already access, accessing more information. 
and is coming up with technology, new technologies, which is able to access more of this field around us in a bid to try and improve health and well-being in people. And in my opinion, the world of medicine is going to look very different in the next sort of decades to come as we understand more about our energy body. This has all really heightened my psychic abilities and I really feel like I've stepped back into my authentic self, which is a, which is a truly wonderful feeling and I highly recommend it. If you feel called to this journey yourself, then don't fear it. Just keep walking towards where it is that you want to end up and I think probably you want to end up connecting to your soul so you can understand your soul's purpose and understand what you came here to do, why you're here and what is your mission, what is your purpose, you know, what is your reason for living. And this is not necessarily something which, you know, you just wake up one morning and, and decide you have. It can take a while. But certainly as I look back at my life, I, I can feel that this purpose has always been in there, but I had a lot of fear stopping me from accessing it. So the 10 months of working with the shaman culminated with me channeling. And it was a very interesting feeling. It felt very floaty and wavy, which apparently is to do with gravity. And I really felt my whole body just floating and sort of moving and filling up with energy in a sense. I also started to, I could hear myself speaking in third person, which I thought was very interesting. And you know, it felt like a different voice speaking through me. Now, you know, I'm not saying it was a different voice because I do think that we are all one, you know, that, that the soul is, a, is a, a very multidimensional place. And I think that the soul exists in different dimensions and different and dimensions are not places to go. They are states of being. So I feel that in this third dimensional reality, we are able to access a very small percentage of our soul. But there are other dimensions where our soul exists as well. So, you know, it feels like you're accessing something outside of yourself. But in reality, you're probably, we're probably accessing something inside of ourselves. So when I talk about higher consciousness in my book and my podcast, I talk about it as if it's something outside of me. But actually, it's all inside of us. So if it freaks you out to think of things outside of you, then just think of it as inside of you. Because it's all accessed through your own inner world anyway. I wrote a blog about this channeling experience, so I'll put that link in the notes if you want to read more about it. But for now, let's move on with the spiritual awakening journey. Another side effect was that I began to see geometric shapes, or sacred geometry, I suppose, in my visualizations, especially when waking up in the morning. That period between sleep and awake is the theta state, which is a state of healing and mystical experiencing, along with other brainwaves such as gamma, which I won't talk about today. And what I found extremely interesting is that during this time, my visions or imagination, if that's, if that's how you want to view it, because it's the same thing in my opinion, were coming out in 3D. And it was literally like looking at the physical world around me. And the rest of the time, when I do my, you know, when I, when I use my inner sight, it's more like a dream. 
And of course, my dreams have become very insightful too, and they're full of wisdom these days. And because of this, I always start writing as soon as I wake up, because I feel like my mind has been actively resolving all my problems, gathering new information, and generally focusing on bringing my intentions into reality, which is consciousness, and that's what consciousness does. After I finished working with the shaman, I then undertook a 12-month psychic development course, which, of course, I wanted to expand and develop more of my psychic abilities. So I wanted to move into the clairs. And certainly my clairvoyance and clairaudience has become much stronger for me now. And claircognizant, which I can never say that word, which is our knowing, has always been strong, but I always ignored it. And I can see that this is strong in everybody. We all have this inner sense of knowing, this, you know, this moral compass, this GPS system. But I think we are taught to ignore it, so we all ignore it. But it's what we call intuition. But if you can step back into this, you know, this understanding, this sense that you always know what's the right path for you, you always know the difference between right and wrong. You always know truth. You will always know your inner truth. So again, it's, you know, it's empowerment. It's stepping into that authentic part of ourselves, which knows what is right for us. It knows what we need. And once we step into that, we will never buy into other people's opinions and beliefs ever again. We'll never be, a, we'll never be open to social conditioning again. And I'm not talking about being an anarchist or a rebel. I'm talking about being our individual self, being empowered and trusting ourself over anyone or anything else in our life. And this is absolutely fundamental because once you step into this, your life will shift so fast. First of all, it's a very high vibrational state because it takes you out of the victim state. And secondly, it means that you will be in the driving seat of your car. You'll be running your life and no one else will be running it for you. And this is so empowering and it's so amazing. And I truly want everyone to be able to step into this side of themselves. But when you step into this authentic self, you also need to step into courage because we live in a society that wants proof of everything. And when you have that knowing sense, you can't always prove things. And that's how we've been ignoring it for so many years and decades and centuries of our existence because we can't prove always that these things exist. We can't prove what we know to be true, but we have to just move into the frequency of courage and say, this is my truth, this is my belief, this is what I feel is right. And just by doing that alone, you will raise your vibration so fast. I think that we could see the energy body as our subconscious mind because the body's energy field can be seen as the subconscious mind. So as we're becoming more aware of our body and the different sensations in our body and we're, you know, we're able to read into our energy field and read into our body, read into the different organs and parts of our body, we're actually connecting with our subconscious mind. And I think that this is a much more dynamic way to connect with your subconscious. So we can connect through the conscious mind, and we do this you know, through mind therapies and journaling, things like this, hypnotherapy. But we can also connect with the subconscious mind through our body. 
And that's why, you know, I now talk to my body, which you know, I, sounds weird for some people, but it's just a way of talking to my subconscious mind and finding out more information about what's, what's being held in my subconscious mind, which is essentially being held in the body. I've also stepped into or owned, if you like, my being an empath, which is clairsentient. And, but these days I'm an empath with boundaries, which means I don't suffer from the normal empath problems anymore, although I definitely used to. If you are suffering from being an empath and finding life hard, then you can take my online course, Energy Mastery, which will help you to seal your energetic boundaries and firm up your life in a sense. I'll put the link in the notes as well for that. And it's currently at half price discount. So it's only $49 or £36. During this psychic development course, because it went on for so long, I've actually learned over a hundred different techniques. And, you know, I can, I dip in and out of these depending on what people need. And I'm also an NLP practitioner, advanced theta healer, Reiki practitioner, you know, and many, many more. I actually have around 18 different modalities that I use. But essentially, I work on the mind. And definitely in my new book, all the exercises are standalone exercises that you can use in your own home. And it's things that you can use to get transformations in your own life as well. But essentially, every time you do any energy work, whether it's on your own, in your own home, whether it's working with other people, you create more awareness in your mind and body. Your DNA gets an activation because our DNA is affected by our environment and all learning affects our environment, as does everything. And you can then interact with the energy field or consciousness in a higher vibrational way or a higher consciousness way. And three years later... My goal now is to see and hear more of the invisible world around us. So I set intentions for that. I do meditations for that. And I do inner work for that. I think we all have our own personal goals that exist outside of our business. And I think it's important to, to honor those and to always be able to work on those. When I got a bit demotivated in my own business and found it hard to keep up with it, it was because I wasn't achieving or working on my own personal goals and I was working too much in my business. And I think it's important to, to honor the fact that we have a life and we have a business. And yes, they're intertwined, but I think it's important to live both. We need to live our life as well as living our business. So I highly recommend having life goals in there as well. You know, what do you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to look back at having achieved? And, not, and I don't even mean you know, a sense of achievement. I mean, what do you want to do in your life? You know, what do you dream about doing? What do you really, really want to do more than anything else? And for me, it was stepping into this innate psychic self you know, and understanding the science behind it and now being able to live in this which I feel authentic way, and actually took a lot of courage on my behalf, which is why I wanted to document this journey in this podcast to try and help other people to, you know, to step into where they want to go, what they want to do in their life. And you know, if you have the same passion, the same dreams that, that I did, then hopefully this will help you. So it's a bit of a longer podcast today, but I really hope it's been helpful to even just one person. And um, 
I really hope it's helped you to understand that this is normal. It's a normal part of who we are. We already have this energy body, this energy field, and it's simply just waking up to it and then connecting with it. And because it's invisible, we need to connect with it through our inner world, through our, our inner sight, our mind's eye, if you like. But I'm sure as the energy starts to raise more and more and more, I am convinced that we'll be able to see more of the invisible world around us. We'll be able to hear more of the invisible world around us. Certainly, as I'm channeling, I definitely hear more high-pitched ringing in my ear, which, you know, absolutely could be a sign of old age, of course, but it also could be a sign of me beginning to hear more of the higher vibrational energy around us. Because higher vibrational energy, by default, is invisible to us, and also, by default, it is a raised frequency. It's raised out of our current hearing. So if we're starting to hear more of these higher frequencies, they are going to sound like higher-pitched sounds and frequencies to us, which makes perfect sense to my logical and practical mind. The reality is, is that undertaking this spiritual awakening or the hero's journey or self-development, personal development, you essentially end up knowing what you want to do with your life. You end up knowing what you came here to do, you know, what it is that your heart wants to do, what you desire to do. And it truly adds so much more depth to your life. It adds so much more color to your life. And you truly do wake up feeling that you're glad to be alive, which I think if more of us can get to that state of being, this is going to change people's lives for the better. And the more of us that, that live happier lives, the more we will then quantum entangle with others and change their vibration too, because the more we raise our vibration, the more it's, it's changing the people around us. And then the more we spread this out and out and out into the world and the collective consciousness, then the more our vibration is raising. And because the vibration of the planet is also raising and we're receiving higher energies coming in from the cosmos because the planet is also manifesting and attracting or the law of attraction, if you want to call it that. So we're all raising our vibration. We are all raising our levels of consciousness. And it's, in a sense, it's an evolutionary thing that we're all doing. And because of this, we're all waking up to these innate psychic abilities. And I don't even really like to call them psychic because I feel that this is a word that's been banded around so much and completely misunderstood. But I also understand that it's a word that most people understand what I'm talking about, which is why I use it. But I think it's just a natural part of being human. It's who we really are. And we've dulled it down for so many centuries through fear and conditioning and programming. And now we're waking up to it. We're all waking up to it. And it's just we're just stepping into who we really are and who we really were all along. Anyway, if this is something that you're going through at the moment, you want to reach out and ask questions, then please do. And I'm always happy to answer. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and I'm on at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock. And I talk a lot about things on there as well. I, I try and focus the Instagram on tips, advice and guidance that can help you live a better life and can help you live a happier life. And if you want to connect on Twitter, then I'm on at Ruth Elizabeth H. But again, I post quite different things on there. 
My email is hello at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock or Elizabeth at ElizabethHancock.com, which is my old email address, but I have access to both. And I very much look forward to hearing from you and hearing your thoughts. You know, are you on this spiritual journey? Is it a, a dream of yours to be able to access more of your psychic self? Are you struggling to find your soul's purpose or your mission in life? Or maybe you feel a strong connection to the stars, which I've always felt too. And soon I'll do a podcast on this as well at some point. Anyway, for now, thanks for listening and I hope you have a great week and I'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Bye.